Hello, and welcome again to the Sleeping It Real podcast. I'm your host, Seth Davis. Today, I'm just going to do a little off-the-cuff episode about three truths about sleep. So these are things that I've learned are very important over the years as a sleep coach that uh, sometimes I have to explain to people a lot. And so uh, I really want to just focus on three aspects that I think are important truths about sleep. Now, I may do future episodes about other truths of sleep because there are a lot of them, but um, I chose these three to talk about today. So hopefully they're useful for you and I will just uh, expand on a little bit. So the first truth about sleep, and this is one I see so often, is that the harder you try to sleep, the harder it becomes to sleep for many people. So if you think about times where you might have felt a little bit alert or you had a little bit of stress or you're feeling anxious about something, but you really just want to try to sleep. And so you lie there, you close your eyes, you try to force yourself to sleep, you toss and turn, and no matter how hard you try, sleep just feels farther and farther away. Um, And this is the case for many people. Uh, And so, you know, I just see it so often where people are trying hard to sleep and, and it's not just lying in bed and trying to force yourself to sleep, but it's also all the efforts you can make to try to sleep. So maybe that's taking a sleeping pill or sleep aid. Maybe that's buying an expensive product that you really hope is going to make you sleep. Maybe that's reading a book and trying to bore yourself into falling asleep. Or maybe it's even doing something like um, meditating or yoga or whatever it is, but you really just want that thing, that activity, that product or whatever to make you sleep. So that's an, it's, a, it's a sleep effort. You're really putting effort into it. And many times that, that doesn't bear any fruit for the person who is trying that. It just makes sleep feel harder. It makes it harder and harder to sleep and just uh, leads down this path that's, that's not really productive for anyone. So sometimes one of the hardest things we can do is realize that sometimes we have to let go of that effort to try to fall asleep. We have to say, we have to maybe acknowledge that we're awake and that during that awake time, we should do something other than try harder to sleep. Um, and that's, that's a hard lesson for a lot of people to learn because a lot of times our natural response is just to, you know, maybe the harder I try, maybe I'll be able to just kind of force myself into submission, make myself drowsy, make myself fall asleep. So it's a hard lesson to learn how to stop trying to sleep. There's many ways that we go about it as a sleep coach. Sometimes it's just, as I said, acknowledging the fact that I'm awake and instead of spending my time trying to sleep, I might get up and I might do, I might listen to a podcast. I might watch a, a bit of a TV show. Maybe I listen to an audio book or, or fold some clothes, whatever it is, you know, I'm just going to be okay with being awake and do something else. And sometimes when you can get to that point where you care a little bit less about sleep so that you don't feel the need to try it harder to sleep, that's actually when sleep comes to you, when you can just relax and accept it. And then, you know, and then that's the point where sometimes sleep actually finds you and you're able to just uh, rest calmly and then eventually fall back to sleep. So if you, if that sounds familiar to you, you find yourself trying hard to sleep and in one of various different ways, just maybe, uh, you know, get, do a little bit of uh, mental gymnastics and maybe see if your brain can um, wrap, wrap itself around the fact that maybe you don't need to try so hard and that maybe trying so hard can be counterproductive. So there are more concrete ways we can do that. I work with people as a sleep coach um, and that's, you know, we work on those ways. But for now, the general concept is valuable for you. 
Another one is uh, actually a keyword that I mentioned just a few minutes ago, and that's acceptance. So many times when we start having sleep issues, we can't accept it. I can't accept that, you know, I can't accept a bad night of sleep because I feel like it's going to affect my performance at work the next day. I feel like I'm going to be moody and tired and, you know, it's just, it's, it's unacceptable. And so there, there's a big, um, kind of concept around making things more acceptable to you. So getting to the point where, you know what, if I have a bad night of sleep, I can accept, I can still have a good next day. I can still go about my business and, you know, I'll still be able to do well at work. And the following night I have, you know, another opportunity to rest and fall asleep. So, you know, this is not the end of the world if I don't sleep well right now. And when you can tell yourself that in the moment, so say it's 2 a.m., you're not, you're feeling pretty, pretty alert. You're not feeling very sleepy. You don't want to be awake, but if you can accept the fact that you're awake, then it helps so that your, um, you know, your, your, your brain doesn't go on alert and get anxious or frustrated or anything. Your body doesn't go into fight or flight mode about that. You're able to still rest comfortably and calmly. And, and even just being able to rest calmly is, is a big accomplishment for the night. And rather than being worried, rather than being frustrated about sleep. So, you know, being able to accept in the moment that I might not be sleeping, but I can rest comfortably is a huge step. I work with a lot of people going through that process and also being able to accept if I don't sleep well tonight, I can still have a good next day tomorrow. And when you can read, when you can accept that, then many times you actually feel better the next day because you don't believe that it's going to be a terrible day, that you're going to be tired and moody and everything. And you're just more optimistic and positive, which is always helpful. Um, another thing that where acceptance comes into handy is if you're lying there in bed, you're, you're dealing with worries or dealing with, um, you know, racing thoughts or anxieties or things like that. Um, a lot of times our response is to try to block those out is to try to ignore them and just put our hands over our ears and try to block out everything. And sometimes the act of trying to avoid things or run from them actually makes things bigger. And so when you can accept that anxiety, when you can accept those thoughts, then you know, they tend to bother you less. They tend to not turn into larger problems and they can stay smaller problems. And then we can comfortably, we can work with other um, techniques such as learning to calm your mind, such as learning to let things go so they're not bothering you at night and more um, helpful things like that. But sometimes one of the biggest things you can do is simply to accept it and just let it be, let it live there with you, you know, not try to block it out but you also realize that you don't have to interact with it. So if you have this anxiety there about whether it's related to sleep, whether it's related to something that's going on in life, you know, anxiety is a natural reaction for us, but we don't necessarily have to pay it much attention or feed it or, or react to it strongly so that it becomes bigger. We can just accept it, let it be, and that tends to be helpful for both sleep and for uh, everything in general. So acceptance uh, is very an important concept. It's the whole the whole thing about um, learning to change what you can control, what you have power over, and otherwise let go of what you can't change and accept it. So you know it's kind of an abstract concept for some people. Accepting a bad night of sleep can be hard for some people, but the closer you can get to that point, 
the less distress you tend to have over your sleep, the calmer you're able to stay at night, the calmer your body is able to stay at night so you don't have stress hormones flowing through you and other and body tension, other reactions that make it hard to sleep. And um, just the, the closer that you are to be able to rest calmly and eventually sleep better as well. So acceptance is another key word that uh, I encourage you to think about and you know, think about things in your life that you find unacceptable at the moment. So you know, things that you struggle against, things that, uh, you know, you just, you, you're like, I cannot accept that. And then see if some of those things, you know, picture how you might change if you could accept it. If it's something that's beyond your control. So if you're able to accept it and move on and focus on more positive things in your life and, and other things that kind of fulfill you, how could that change things for you? And how might you feel better during that time? And maybe you'd feel lighter for being able to let this thing go. Um, and maybe when you crawl into bed at night and you get up in your, your comfortable covers and sheets and, and pillow and everything, you don't have that thing weighing on you at night. And how, how would that change the way that you might sleep and just rest at night? So I encourage you to think about that um, and maybe do some reflection. You can use a, a notebook and kind of write, write about some of these things. But it's well worth the, the time and the mental effort just to spend a little bit of time exploring it. Um, so I, I, when I'm working with people, that's uh, the idea of acceptance plays a huge part in what we do. And I think it could be good for you, both in terms of sleep and possibly other areas of your life as well. The final truth about sleep that I want to talk about today is the fact that your body wants you to sleep. So when I work with a lot of people, they may be experiencing sleep issues and, you know, they, they can't fall asleep. They just have trouble falling asleep for a long time, or they wake up in the middle of the night and they have trouble falling back asleep for a long time. Perhaps they wake up a lot earlier than they'd like to. So they, you know, I'd, I'd love to wake up at 7am, but I'm waking up at 4am instead. Um, or even just you're having restless sleep or whatever it is, or maybe you're trying to sleep and your body feels wound up and tense. And so a lot of times people get discouraged by this. They feel frustrated and sometimes they cast the blame on their body and they say, maybe there's something biologically wrong with me. My body is rebelling against me. It doesn't want me to sleep. You know, why is my body doing this to me? And so you kind of lose Maybe you resent your own body or you lose trust in your body that, you know, it's not, not out for your best interests. And when you lose trust in your body or you feel like you're broken in some way, then that can lead you to worse sleep because, you know, you're, you're stressed about it. You're angry about it. And you're just, you're, you're angry at yourself in some ways or worried about yourself. So uh, I see this often and sometimes it's, it really comes down to restoring that trust that your body wants you to sleep, your body can help you to sleep. It can do all of the physiological processes that are needed for sleep. Uh, your body doesn't hate you, and it does want you to get that restorative rest so you can feel good on a daily basis. But uh, sometimes the things that we do, the behaviors that we keep, um, and even just you know the, the, the act of being worried about it or stressed about it or frustrated, that can cause uh, sleep issues. So sometimes it's it's teaching ourselves how to do the right things to support our body in its, in its effort to help us sleep. So that can come down to making sure that we're keeping the right sleep schedule. We're not trying to sleep for too long, or we're not depriving ourselves of sleep by giving ourselves too little time to sleep. Um, 
you know, having a consistent bedtime and awakening times to keep our circadian rhythm operating strongly. Uh, you know, we're not sabotaging ourselves with caffeine and alcohol and things like that at the wrong times. Um, you know, I talk about with people about how those, some of those things, caffeine and alcohol, they're, they're okay. It's just, it's in moderation and timing. And if we're, if we're tripping ourselves up with the wrong amounts and the wrong timing, then we could be sabotaging our body's ability to sleep. Um, you know, and then, so it's, a, it's a lot of those behaviors. It's making sure that we have those things dialed in, um, so that we're supporting our body. It's, you know, when are we exposing ourselves to light and darkness? Are we doing those things at the right time and the right amounts, amounts so that our body knows what time it is during the day and during the night so they can fall asleep. Um, and then, you know, just, uh, you know, going back to reactions. So when we feel like our body, we don't trust our body to sleep, we might react to it in ways such as spending a lot more time in bed because, you know, we think, well, my body, you know, if I only give it seven hours of sleep, it's not going to do it. It's not going to get me enough sleep. So I need to spend 12 hours in bed or, um, you know, I am going to just spend my time being, being worried and frustrated about sleep. And when we're worried and frustrated about sleep, that tends to put us in a stress mode. So our, you know, our body reacts to that. Uh, it puts us in a kind of anxiety mode and when, and stress and anxiety are terrible for sleep. They're not good bedfellows. So it's also a matter of kind of staying calm in those situations, learning to relax and learning to let go of those those worries and those fears and anxieties, and also just trusting our body. So, you know, trusting the fact that if I, you know, if I lie down, my body can help me fall asleep. I don't need a, I don't need a sleeping pill, prescription sleeping pill. I don't need to do anything crazy, you know, to, to change things. I don't need to um, make any huge efforts to fall asleep. If I do the right things with my body, it will eventually help me to get to sleep. And if I do the right things over a period of time, that will uh, kind of solidify my sleep and make sure that my body has all the tools and everything to fall asleep. So if you find yourself, um, you know, feeling like your body can't do the job, it can. Your, you, there might be some things that we need to tweak. There might be some things with your sleep schedule or other behaviors or uh, substances you're taking in or, uh, you know, working on relaxation and managing stress, whatever it is, those things, we might need to tweak those for, to help you fall asleep better and to stay asleep better. But, uh, probably your body is able to do the job. Now, having said that, you know, it never hurts to go to a doctor to rule out things. So, you know, if, if there's a possibility of a sleep disorder, sleep apnea, restless leg syndrome, something like that, Never hurts to go get tested and just rule that out, those out. If your doctor thinks that's a good idea to have you tested, uh, you can always check things like your hormones and your, um, you know, have your blood tested and everything else just to rule out anything like nutritional deficiencies or anything like that. Uh, just to make sure that there are no biological issues that are standing in the way. But, you know, if you have those things ruled out and it does come down to the matter of behaviors and thoughts, then those are things that we can work on. So I just want you to know that you're not, you're not broken. Um, there are always things that you can do to, uh, either help yourself out biologically with, with the help of a doctor or things, or if you have, um, as I said, cognitive or behavioral issues, you can work with a sleep coach or a sleep physician or 
whoever it is to help you set your, get, get uh, back on track in those cases. So those are three important truths about sleep. Hopefully that uh, if they resonate with you, if they sound familiar, um, there's always something you can do about those. And uh, I'm happy to, to talk with you if you would like to discuss them further. You can always reach out at seth at sleepably.com or direct message me at sleepably on all the big social media platforms. Otherwise, I hope that you have a great night of sleep tonight and thank you again for listening.